ladies, welcome to a new episode of our podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you today. And in this episode, I want to talk to you about the top three worst ways to heal from a toxic relationship. And these are things that you can find, you know, online going over and over and over again. And people are recommending them with each other and they're talking about what did they do that worked and then sometimes you find some of these things come up and I can definitely relate because when I was going through the breakup that almost cost me my life a few years ago I was going through the same thing as well and I tried a bunch of these and of course I learned the hard way that they don't work that's why I wanted to show up today to talk to you about them and to to tell you that there are much better ways. All right, so um, let's get started with number one. Number one is when you're thinking, like when you are, you know, especially at the beginning of trying to get over um, someone who's toxic, yes, you might unconsciously start to be obsessed with, you know, toxicity and narcissism so you're listening to all the podcasts that you can find about narcissism and toxicity and you're joining the groups and you're analyzing their behavior and then it's like you're preparing a phd in narcissism and toxicity yes and i get the good intentions behind this behavior but I am just here to tell you that being obsessed with narcissism with narcissism and toxicity is not going to help you heal. It's not going to help you improve. It's not going to help you know what you want in this life. And it is actually going to do quite the opposite. It's going to deepen your fear from people who are toxic, from people who are narcissists, or from people who are demonstrating even the slightest elements of these, you know, um, personality types, if, if we can call them uh, so. So even though you are doing it because you're educating yourself and you want to empower yourself, but actually it's it's not empowering you at all. It's just making you to question the good intentions of people. And then every single time you are present with someone, then you start, oh my God, I can see elements of that. Like I can, the, um, and then you just listen to a podcast and then you go like, holy smoke, that's exactly what they talked about in the podcast. This person, and then you started identifying these elements in your family members. Like your mom starts to, you know, have the, like some of these elements and then all of a sudden a friend and then a colleague. And then it's like, without you even realizing you start to you start to magnify until it becomes until toxicity and narcissism becomes the lens through which you see uh, people and you interact and communicate with them that's why this is you know not a very good approach especially when you're starting out i'm not saying you don't need to read or or listen about it at all i'm just saying that it does not need to be your focal point. It does not need to be your focus, especially if you are just starting out because it ingrains the seeds of fear inside of your system. Number two, um, 
just being hopeful and listening to this quote about time heals all wounds, you know. Time heals all wounds, yes. And people tell you this all the time. It's either because they don't know what else to advise you with or because they don't know that there is an actual um, solution that exists or because they are afraid that if you change, that means they will have absolutely no place in your life again. Yes. So they just want to make sure that they are they are present with you. And I'm not saying that that means that these people are toxic too. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that it's it's much easier, and especially for those who really don't know what to do. And I think that that was one of the reasons why I did not talk about the breakup or what I was struggling with with when I was going through my breakup. Uh, years ago, I did not talk about it with my fa with my family members or friends. I didn't talk about it because, quite honestly, I did not think that anyone that I could talk to, including family members or friends, had the results that I wanted to that I wanted to have in my life. They did not represent a, a good role model for me to follow and to say, hey, I want to be like this person. I want to be like that person. Or I want to have this kind of relationship. Or I'm wondering what are they doing to have this amazing and beautiful marriage that lasts centuries. Yes. And um, because I did not have that, I did not talk to any one of them because I really... And quite honestly, I did not want to listen to this time will heal all things. I did not want to wait for time. It does not mean that I, I didn't want to um, to be patient, but I just I did not want to sit there and do nothing until healing or hope <clears throat> made me feel better. I didn't want the vein, the, the pain to go in vain. I did not want the pain to go in vain. I just wanted to use that pain. I wanted to use that pain to be able to create something amazing out of it. And that's why I wanted to do something about it. Not just hope and wait and, you know, knowing that time is going to, you know, solve it. And all I need to do just to keep myself busy. No, I did not want to do that because I wanted to take advantage of the pain because I knew that. If it starts to get better, if I, if I start to feel better, the, um, the necessity, the urge that the pain has on me is going to bail off and it's going to go away and therefore I'm not going to do much about it. So I just wanted to put that pain into action and to use it as much as I possibly can. That's what I wanted to do. And then number three, number three, just talking, honestly. And then again, that was the second reason. I didn't want to talk. I did not want to talk to my, like, um, you know, family members, like for, like sisters or friends, because I didn't, I, I didn't want to talk about it. 
of just talking and talking and talking and talking and talking. I did not want to talk about it. I, I wanted to do something about it. I wanted to solve it. I wanted to get to the root of why this happened. I wanted to feel better. I just, I don't want to talk about it over and over again. Because guess what? When you talk about it over and over and over and over again, guess what? To your system, to your body, to your heart, to your mind, you are reliving the same experience because your mind, your heart, your body, they don't, they cannot tell the difference between a reality that you're living like with your body and senses and a reality that you are envisioning it like with your mind to your body. It's pretty much the same. It's the same thing. So when you start talking about your ex and how toxic he was or how, you know, bad he treated you and how much you're hurt and how much you're missing him and how much you can do whatever it took to just, you know, mend the relationship. Like all of these things, when you are talking about them, you know, so many times, you relive the same experience. And then you are renewing the same pain, which means you're going to take, you know, even longer to heal. Yes. If usually it takes like four or six or even eight weeks to heal, it's going to take you longer. Why? Because you keep renewing the same, you keep running the same old tape, which produces the results that you don't want in your life. So without even noticing it, you're hurting yourself, not help helping yourself. So talking, talking, talking is not going to help you. And you know what? And actually on the other side of it, if you don't talk about it at all, if you don't talk about it at all and you just suppress it and then you deny it and then you just keep it to yourself, it is damaging as well. So it's not the extreme right. It's not the extreme left. It's not talking about it all the time without doing anything or without learning, without making the decision to take this and to go to the next level of your life, of who you can become, of who you truly are. And on the other side, you don't talk about it. You just suppress it. You hurt yourself even more. And so over time, it starts to manifest in, you know, like energy that is causing you um, chronic pain, different pain in different parts of your body. So it's going to hurt you sooner or later if you suppress it. So it's not talking about it all the time. It's not not talking about it at all. Yes, it's talking about it enough. And then from there, using the pain and making the decision and the commitment, setting of the commitment that you're going to solve it once and for all. And that is it. Yes. And so there you go. There you have it. These are the three worst um, ways that you can, I don't know, do to get over a toxic relationship. And again, I'm not here to judge you. I'm just here to tell you what's not going to work. So if you're doing one of these, I just want you to, to know that Sooner or later, you are going to have to do something better, something that really helps you to heal the wound, to become, you know, whole again, to embrace yourself, to love who you are, to have an amazing relationship with yourself. So please show up to yourself, be as honest as you can possibly can be with yourself, take care of yourself and make sure to subscribe to uh, the podcast so that you get notified every time we put on a new episode. Take care of yourself, make sure to subscribe and I'll talk to you in our next episode. Bye for now.